welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What is up, ladies? We are back with another episode of Force of Habit. I am so excited we are here. Guys, if you didn't know, we launched last week, and launch day was everything I could have hoped for and more. We did over a thousand downloads on launch day alone and a couple hundred um, every day after that. And I think we did a little over a hundred reviews, like 120, I think, ratings ratings and reviews. So I just wanted to take a second right now to every single person who left a review, who left a rating, who reposted the launch on your stories. Thank you so, so, so much. It absolutely means the world to me. You guys don't even know. I have spent so much time editing and recording and brainstorming content and making sure that my messages are clear and that they really resonate with you. I don't just want to be on here rambling about things that you don't care about. So thank you guys so much for showing your support. It means so much to me. You don't even know. And I'm going to go ahead and do this right now. If you haven't yet, sis, hit that subscribe button. I don't know what you're waiting on. I am coming every single week dropping heat. I am literally lighting the fire under your ass that you didn't even know you needed. So don't miss an episode. Hit that subscribe button so you're notified every single Monday when I post these new episodes. So go ahead and do that, girl. (laughs) But I'm going to jump right into today's conversation, which is about morning routines. Now, I know you saw the episode title which is my six-figure morning routine. (laughs) Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not making six figures in a day. I wish. But I have built Chantel Taylor Nutrition and the Nutrition program up from zero dollars, goose eggs, to a six-figure business in my first full year. Um, And we had a 30% growth last year. And it's only up from here. I used to be really particular about sharing this fact about my business, not wanting to come across as braggy or not humble. But guys, this is honestly something that I'm so proud of. And it shows that regardless of your beginnings, good or bad, you can make a beautiful life that's created around habits and routines and have a beautiful impact because of it. Um, A little bit about my backstory. I was raised in a household. Um, with a single mother, six children. I am the oldest gale. I never knew my dad. I grew up poor. I was the first person in my entire family to graduate from a university. And I had to break a ton of limiting beliefs around money, around routines, and around habits. And you know what? Unfortunately, I think my story is uh, super common. But what's uncommon is the business that I've built and the routines and the habits that I've built that have shaped my life that have led me to have a beautiful impact in my community and on my clients. And guys, I credit all of this to my morning routine. One of my favorite quotes is, if you want to change your life, change something that you do every day. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. I want to say, you know what? I'm not even going to guess. <laughs> 
of who that's from. I read it in a book, I'm pretty sure at least. But I used to think that a morning routine was something that was only for business owners because I didn't adopt one until I started a business. But guys, if I would have had this routine in college or even post-grad, there is no telling where I would be now. When I first started my business, pre-morning routine. I had just launched a nutrition program about six months after launching Chantel Taylor Nutrition. And um, this was where I hit my lowest point. I was super overwhelmed with my clientele. Um, I had no habits set in place that kept my days grounded or disciplined or focused. And so I hit burnout. I burnt out. I was super overwhelmed. I had, I was having a lot of crying spells. Um, I got really out of shape. And because I got out of shape, which was the first time in my entire life, I felt like an imposter. I felt like I was coaching clients to do things that I was not doing myself. And so I felt like a little bit of a fraud. And that was really, really hard for me. I had gained a lot of weight post my weight gain journey. I was tired all the time. My energy was low. I was staying up to all hours of the night trying to finish emails, trying to finish send outs. I had no boundaries put in place with my clients. So honey, burnout was as real as it could have gotten. I actually went on a vacation, I think right around this time. And when I got back, I told myself, okay, Chantel, we can't, we can't do that again. We can't have those feelings every day. We can't do that that. And so right then and there, you know what, I actually can't even tell you the day I made those shifts and I made new habits. It just I just did it. I didn't wait for a Monday. I didn't wait for the start of a new month. I didn't wait to the start of the new week. I just did it. Um, I wrote down a morning routine and I started practicing it. And when I tell you my entire days made a 180, a complete shift, I'm not lying to you. I was consistently hitting 10K months after that. I was consistently showing up better for my clients and on time for my clients. I was consistently being more present as a coach and more empathetic. And that's because I felt that I was able to. I was able to give them that because I was in a better headspace. I think as a coach, sometimes I think that I have to be perfect and that I have to be perfect with my clients. But honestly, what helps people most is knowing that you're authentic, knowing that you're still a human too. And so being able to share that part of my journey made me more relatable and let me help my clients more because I truly understood their struggles. I understood being so tired that you don't want to prep or being so tired that you don't want to train or feeling so anxious around the thought of doing something that you know you need to do and that anxiety leading to procrastination. I understood that. So I was able to help on a deeper level. Guys, your morning routine is the most underrated part of your transformation story. And it doesn't have to be a physical transformation. It could be your transformation into a business owner. It could be your transformation into a promotion or a CEO or a manager position. Not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. I think everyone has passions. And if you want to make a sustainable income off a side hustle, that's great. But not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. And so your transformation doesn't have to be physical because you can have abs and be unhealthy, sis. I think whatever transformation journey you're on, it is imperative that you have some form of daily routine, just 10 to 20 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, however much time you have, if it's five minutes, shit, a fraction of your day that is dedicated to and solely for you. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to walk you through my morning routine. I'm hoping that by doing this, that some of these things stick with you. 
and that you try some of them out. I'm going to walk you through a day in a life of tell. <laughs> and what I do every day, I start every single morning focused on me, um, not my partner, not my stepdaughter. I love them both to the depth of my core. But I think sometimes when we have children, when we have boyfriends or girlfriends, that we often put ourselves on the back burner. But that hour that I have every morning strictly for me lets me show up better for my family, lets me show up better for my clients and my business, allows me to be more reliable, more authentic, to have more energy. And so, baby, I'm not compromising on my hour every morning that I give to myself. I'm not doing it. So hopefully some of these things stick with you and that you try just one or two of them out. Obviously, you don't have to, depending on the time you have in the morning, um, you don't have to do every single one of these things. But I'm hoping that just a few of them stick. So first things first, baby, I am waking up every single morning from a full night's rest. I think we put a lot of emphasis, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like I've got to stay up and work. And I used to be that way, but it's crazy because my business grew even more when I slept more. I had more energy. Obviously I was healthier from the inside out. My skin was better. I was more motivated to do the things that I know I needed to get done that day. So before anything, I am waking up from a full eight hours of sleep. Now everybody's body is a little different. So so if you are good to go on six hours or five hours, do that for sure. But for me, that's eight hours, anything less than and I just feel off the rest of the day where I'm trying to weasel a nap in there in some of the day, which honestly messes with my energy levels more and then makes me go to sleep later. So for me, eight hours is um, non-negotiable. And if I go to sleep later, best believe I'm waking up later too. Obviously, that isn't a luxury that everyone has. So um, it's important that before you adopt a morning routine that you have a step-by-step nightly routine that you do and that could just be 10 minutes before bed and then before I even leave my sheets I am expressing gratitude in this very moment I am thankful that I woke up I am thankful that I share a beautiful home with my partner and my stepdaughter. I am thankful for my clients and my business. I'm thankful that I have food in the fridge, that the sun is out, the rain is coming down. Whatever comes to me in that very moment, I express exactly what I'm grateful for. Now, I'm not laying in bed for an hour listing every little thing (laughs) that I'm happy about in my life, but I do, at the top of my head, share four or five things out loud that I'm so happy to be blessed with that day. I think it's extremely easy to get caught up with everything that is wrong in our lives. You know, our annoying bosses or coworkers, that bad breakup that's consuming our every thought, um, money, family problems, but immediately changing our focus or intentions on the positive things that we have in our lives, even if it's the smallest thing, like having a pack of noodles in the pantry so you can eat that day, whatever it is, express gratitude for that. It is amazing how big of a shift your days can have when you wake up and put your energy into the positive things happening in your life. So boom, that's number one. Every morning, as soon as these pretty little brown eyes open, I am immediately expressing gratitude. And then after I take literally, guys, 15 seconds to express gratitude, I get up 
grab my planner or my journal, whatever's closest to me in that moment. Um, and I write down my intentions for the day. I already told you guys I am a pen and paper type of gal. But if it's notes in your phone or your go to or if you just like jotting things down on a random piece of paper that you find <laughs> whenever you like to do, do that. I also write down three things that I need to get done that day, big or small. So things like grocery shop, client emails, post on business page, or nails done, client sessions, do 45 minutes of market research. Three easy things that I can get done that day. Um, The reason that they should be simple and sweet is because writing action steps, after you write your intentions, of course, and you plan how you want to show up that day, writing action steps help you get to the bigger goal. And they boost your self-esteem along the way. When you get them done, you feel more accomplished. Um, So three short and sweet things you need to get done that day. And then once you do them, you feel like a boss ass bitch. You feel like, oh my God, I've been so productive today. So step one, sleep. Step two, express what you're grateful for before you even leave the sheets. And step three, intention set and get your goals written down, your action steps for the day. Now I want to throw this in there really fast. I have not gotten on my phone yet. Um, and when I say I haven't gotten on my phone, I haven't gotten on my phone to check emails or text messages. Um, I haven't gotten on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram yet. I want to stay in an intentional state. I want to make sure my my morning stays intentional and that I'm not waking up automatically reacting to other people's stuff, reacting to other people's pictures, reacting to other people's text messages, good or bad, um, reacting to client emails yet or reacting to some crazy post on Facebook. I want to stay in an intentional state, focused, and then I'll get to the social media. I'll get to the emails. I'll get to the text messages later. So I just want to throw that out there that I haven't got on my phone yet. And I also want to add that I think this is really important to wait to get on your phone when you wake up. One, I know when I used to do it, I would spend hours in the bed getting up a lot later than when I should have. Um, but also it takes a lot of energy out of you before you even know it because you're automatically putting out fires and reacting to other people's things. So once again, we want to stay intentional and we want to make sure that our morning routine, that 20, 30, 40 minutes is focused on us and us alone. And then after I intention and goal set for the day, I usually move right into meditation. Um, and guys, I do this. I'm still in my bedroom. I just got out the bed like three minutes ago. So I just want to throw that in there that I'm not, you know, an hour deep into a morning routine. I'm just a few minutes in. And so after I intention and goal set in my journal or my planner, I meditate. Now, when I first started meditating, guys, I fucking sucked. (laughs) I was itchy all of a sudden. My brain was everywhere. I was thinking about shit I don't even think about on a regular basis. Um, I was uncomfortable. I needed to move. I was hearing too much noise. I could hear the birds chirping, so I needed to be somewhere more quiet. Um, And so (laughs) if you haven't meditated or if you have and you stopped because you felt like you weren't good at it, trust me, boo, it gets a lot better. I also was talking a little bit of shit to myself when I first started meditating. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck do you think you are meditating? Like, who are you? But honestly, it wasn't until about three or four months that I got really, really good at it. And so for my beginners, what helped me in the beginning, I used guided meditation, which would just be some apps that I found. And the app that I kept around that I liked the 
most was called Headspace, mostly because it was a really soothing voice that was talking you through the meditation and letting you know that, hey, if your thoughts are going a little crazy right now, that's okay, reel them back in. If you're a little itchy right now, that's okay, reel it back in. And it kind of teaches you how to meditate. So now I can bust out 10, 15 minutes of meditation no problem. If I'm having a busy morning, I'll just do five to seven, but I don't miss a morning. And I've actually got my four-year-old stepdaughter to start doing them some mornings with me too, especially if she wakes up a little earlier than expected. I have her meditate with me. I include her in my morning routine. So for my gals that are a little bit on edge about it, do it. And especially after hearing that so many successful people meditate, I don't know if you guys like to watch interviews or listen to other podcasts, but I am really big on listening to podcasts of other successful people, I think it's really important that you learn kind of what other people do and expand your learning and your growing and your habits and your routines. Um, And guys, I swear every single successful person and not just successful in terms of money, but just happiness or content, all of them meditate. I'm not even kidding. All of them do. And so I wanted to try it and now I'm hooked. It's been what, like two years, I think, of meditation. And I'm never going back, to be honest. So I do want to encourage you guys to try it. Headspace is a really great app for my beginners. And then I also like the app Calm. Um, But Calm isn't as much guided meditation as it is really soothing sounds. Um, But both are really good for my beginners. And doing just this one little part of my day helps keep me focused and centered in the morning. In layman's terms, some of the science-based benefits of meditation meditation is it helps reduce stress. It helps control anxiety. For me, this is a big one. I'm a very anxious person. I don't suffer from an anxiety disorder, but I'm naturally a very anxious person. I worry a lot. I overthink a lot. It also helps promote emotional health, obviously, and self-awareness. I'm very, very big on being self-aware in the program. And so having 10 minutes where you are still in your body really, really helps you become and remain self-aware. There's also things like it helps with your intention span and things like that. Um, I think it's an obviously an individualized experience. And so everyone who meditates gets something different out of it. Uh, But for me, it helps with anxiety. It helps keep me centered and focused. And it helps ground me in the mornings. Like I said, I'm very anxious naturally. And so waking up when I know I probably have like 50 new emails that have come in, I know I have text messages or I know I have to get stuff done. Taking those few moments just to be still in my body really, really really, really helps. So I want to challenge a few of you guys just to meditate a few times a week and then send me a message and let me know how it goes. So after I wake up from a full night's rest, I express what I'm grateful for. I write down a few things that I want to be intentional about or need to get done. And then I meditate. Guys, I go on my daily walk. Now I will probably do an episode, (laughs) a full episode on why you guys need to get your asses up and go for a walk every single day. Even if it's to your mailbox and back, I don't care. It is insane how my day shifted when I would get up and just go walk. This is also my time that I like to listen to my podcasts or my audible books. I think about new ideas. I think about what I want to accomplish for the week or for the month or for the day. This is literally like my brainstorming time that's just for 
I mean, if you have children, pop them in a stroller um, or leave them at home with hubby or boyfriend and go for a walk. It does not have to be an hour long walk. It can also be around your building at work on break. I get a lot of my girls who who work in offices to do this, especially after lunch so that they don't catch the itis. (laughs) But I have them just take a couple laps around the building. It doesn't have to necessarily be a morning walk. You can also just go for an afternoon walk or an evening walk. But the benefits that come from just a few minutes of intentional walking is insane. Before I started my daily walks, I don't know, my mornings just felt very frazzled. You know, I just kind of felt a little overwhelmed. I felt a little anxious about whatever I had to get done that day. And I remember the first couple of walks. I didn't just feel magical after my first one, but after like a week, I would say, of walking every day, I just felt better in the mornings and I looked forward to them. It was my time for silence. It was my time to think about uh, my business, to think about my partner, to think about the goals that I wanted to accomplish. It was also my time for podcasts, to learn a few things, to grow a little bit in my mind. It was time for my audible books to be entertained or just to have a few minutes where I didn't have to think or do anything that someone else wanted me to do, right? I seriously, I could go on and on and on and on about the importance of just getting out, getting some fresh air, doing a lap around the building, how that helps your mentality for the day, how it focuses you, how you show up better. So if there is honestly one thing, I well, there's really a couple things that I hope you do from this list of stuff, but I'm going to put my daily walks in the top two. Get out and, and go for a walk. Sometimes when I'm really crunched for time, I just walk down to the mailbox and back. Sometimes I just walk up and down the stairs a few times, but getting out into the fresh air, going for a walk, guys, please do it. And then I want you to DM me (laughs) and let me know how it completely changes your mornings or your days because you don't have to do a morning walk, but how it completely shifts your mornings and your days when you just have 10 to 20 minutes to just think about you. And so after I return from my morning walk, this is my last step in my morning routine, guys. I eat the frog. Yeah, girl, I eat that frog. And you're probably sitting there in your car if you're still on the toilet from last week, if you're in the shower. <laughs> like, what the fuck is she talking about? Eat the frog? Now, I know I'm in the South, but I'm not talking about an actual frog. I am talking about doing the one thing that you don't want to do most first. There is a book called Eat the Frog, um, and it was actually one of my very first books that I listened to on Audible. And it's a really popular book, but it's actually based on a Mark Twain quote that says, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Guys, let me tell you something. For my procrastinators out there, because I think that's something that we all struggle with. Side note, guys, if you are experiencing severe procrastination around something, it's usually a, a form of anxiety. And so dig a little deeper and figure out why you're procrastinating or what about that specific test makes you anxious. When I first started my business, I would put off crafting meal plans until the later half of my day, which meant I either stayed up really late late to get them done or I wouldn't be able to finish and then I had to do them the next morning which meant my my send outs my scheduling would get really mixed up it would double my task for the next day and when I sat down to figure out why are you putting this off Chantel this is your job why are you putting this off it was because I felt a little bit like an imposter it was my period where I was going through a really big rough spot with my body and my mind and I was feeling very overwhelmed and I wasn't doing what I needed to do 
do as a coach so that I showed up best for my girls. And so the reason that I was putting off doing the meal plans or building them was because I felt a little bit like an imposter. And once I cleaned up my routine, I got back in shape and I started to nurture my mindset. Oh my God, they're like the first thing I get done in the morning. I just get them done. Um, And so I do want to share that if you're experiencing any procrastination, severe procrastination, where you are, you're kind of sabotaging your days where you know you have to get something done, but you just don't do it. Dig deep and figure out what the real issue is. A lot of the times it's because we feel like we aren't enough or we feel like we're an imposter or we aren't good enough. It's usually the issue that I find, at least, especially with my girls and the program that put off prep or put off going to the gym, things that they know they need to do to transform, but they just can't. And then when we dig deep and we get down to the real nitty gritty of why they're putting it off, most of the time it's because they feel like they can't change or that they've just always been overweight. And so they feel like they truly feel like new routine just isn't them or they're not really able to do this because they're not like the other people that they see on Instagram or they're not like the other women in the program that are able to stick to prep or able to stick to their training days. That's not them. They just can't do it. But you can, sis, you can. So if you're procrastinating around something, have that tough love conversation that we talked about last week with yourself and figure out why you're putting it off. I promise you the issue is always deeper than, oh, I don't have time or I don't have the energy today. I promise you 110%, like I'm certain the issue is a lot bigger than what we um, usually let on. Okay, but anyway, back to eating the frog. So essentially what this means is if you don't do the one thing that you don't want to do most, first thing in the morning, chances are it either A, doesn't get done, or B, you spend the entire day dreading doing that task. So you aren't really able to enjoy your day. For me, I am definitely a B person. I'll get it done, but best believe I'm going to be thinking about how much I don't want to do it the whole day. (laughs) So the easiest way to become more productive in your day is to get that one task that you you know will linger over your head the whole day done first. Eat the frog, right? So get it off your schedule. This way you're able to move through the rest of your day and one, enjoy it. But two, knowing that the quote unquote worst part um, is behind you. So for me, eating the frog means um, doing my emails and building the programs. If um, Side note. <laughs> side note, if any of my girls are listening to this, I love you guys and I love this part of my day. <laughs> but this particular task takes the most energy and discipline out of me, right? I've got to talk to relatively a large number of women every single day and they all require a different piece of my personality and my coaching style. I've got to strategize how I'm going to show up for them and what they respond best to because not everyone responds to tough love the same. Sometimes my girls just need someone to vent to or to have someone to brainstorm with. So I do this part of my day first thing in the morning so that they have me at my most disciplined and energetic self. I'm coming straight off my morning routine where I've spent an hour centering and also pumping myself up for the day. So this task that requires the most energy is done first thing in the morning. This way I can move through the rest of my day and I know the hard part is over. So for example, if you know that Sunday is your prep day or that Wednesday is your marketing day or that Friday you've got to do a project for your job, do it first thing in the morning, boo. Do it. 
don't know. I feel like I'm, you know, when you say a word so much, it starts to sound weird. First is starting to sound weird to me right now. <laughs> but coming right off your morning routine, this way you have the most focus, vitality, discipline. And also, let me just tell you, when you eat the frog, it's a literal weight that has been lifted off of your shoulders. My anxiety levels nearly dissipate entirely after finishing something that I've given so much of my energy to subconsciously. So um, if there's one thing I hope you do from today's episode, I know I put daily walks in my top two, but it's not one. (laughs) Um, It's that you eat the frog, put a little salt on it, a little pepper, put a little olive oil on it, roast it, saute it up, fry it. I don't care what you do just eat it. So I really, really hope that you guys are either jotting these down or making a few mental notes because I really, really want you to start implementing them into your routine. Boo, not next week, not Wednesday when you're off and and you have more time tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. If that means you have to wake up 20 minutes earlier than what you usually do, do it. If that means you've got to wake up an hour earlier than what you usually do, do it. You are capable. Let's start there. You are capable of achieving anything. And girl, I mean anything that you want to in this lifetime. The women that you see who have transformed their bodies are in positions that you admire or want to be in yourself one day. Don't possess unicorn qualities that you don't. There is nothing that separates you from them or from me or anybody. Sure, our obstacles are different. I'll give you that. Our schedules are different. Our circumstances are different. A hundred percent. But guess what, babe? Someone took that exact situation that you're in right now down to a T, embodied it. Like, (laughs) I'm literally quoting some of my favorite quotes right now. (laughs) But your potential is insane. You've just got to use it, babe. You've got to, got to restructure a piece of your days. The start of your days focused on manifesting, being intentional and powerful, and really challenging yourself with your beliefs, your mindset, your goals. You've just got to. (laughs) So guys, I really, really hope that today's episode fires you the fuck up, number one. (laughs) I'm firing myself up if no one else. But I really hope you guys leave this episode ready to conquer the day ahead of you and that you really begin to restructure your mornings piece by piece so they start and end with you. Start immediately. Get out of the habit of trying to wait for the perfect time. That shit is a myth. Start today. Start right now. Take a small little baby step. And once you do, I really want to hear how your days change. Like, I I don't want to just tell you all this and just hope for the best. I want to hear how your days change. Because trust me, you're going to thank me later. (laughs) I know you will. Guys, this wraps up today's episode of Force of Habit. I hope, as always, that something stuck. And if it didn't, if today's episode wasn't for you, that's okay, boo-boo. I'll try again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. It means the world to me. If you haven't yet, I would love, 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 especially if today's episode resonated with you, for you to leave me a five-star rating and review. It would mean the world to me. I am coming every single week, dropping these bombs. So if you still haven't subscribed yet, boo, what you waiting on? Hit that subscribe button right now so you never miss another episode. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.